Hello, it's Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness, and this is show number 20 of my Get Fit Stay Healthy podcast, a program dedicated to providing innovative, user-friendly, action-oriented, and results-tested information for your mental and physical well-being. I remember this vividly, in even an emotional way. The house lights went dim, the spotlight almost blinded me, The butterflies I had felt in my stomach quickly morphed into a feeling of excitement, awe, and an amazing adrenaline rush. As I took the podium and started to speak, time and self-consciousness drifted off the stage and left me standing there, fully charged up, 100% in the moment, completely uninhibited and free of anxiety. I was introducing Vincent Price to several thousand people, and just prior to that, I remember Mr. Price saying, Calm down, dear. You'll do just fine. That in reaction to my pacing backstage before the curtains were lifted. That was one of the first times I remember being in flow. On stage, with a large audience, no script, but a general outline of what to say, and in the role of energizing the audience and introducing an act. I have done it many, many times since then, especially while working in Los Angeles radio. And since then, I have recognized flow in several other situations. It's an incredibly powerful and liberating experience. It makes you feel alive and worthy and accomplished, and it brings peace and definitely joy and vitality. Ironically, being on stage with no script for many of you is probably your worst nightmare, but you you understand the point. Have you ever experienced flow, nirvana, when time stands still in a good way? Simply put, flow occurs when you're engaged in an activity of strength, when you are doing something that you are good at, something that uses your natural talents, your strengths, Imagine singers, musicians, and athletes. As well, scientists, engineers, and pilots. Even kids at play, which many of us adults have forgotten how to do. A more familiar phrase for it is being in the zone, which athletes often use. Flow has been defined as a state of complete absorption in a complex or challenging activity that stretches our skills. It is also described by psychologists Dr. Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi as the experience we have when we are completely immersed in an activity for its own sake, stretching our bodies and minds to the limit in a voluntary effort to accomplish something worthwhile. I believe that flow definitely occurs in an activity that might have started out complex, but now feels effortless for you because flow is a peak experience in our lives and we have all had those at one time or another. So, how do we get there? Because flow seems to occur when there is enough skill for the challenge, but not overriding anxiety. We know that we must use our strengths, but too much skill and we get bored, too much anxiety, and we will probably realize that the challenge is too big for our skills. So, it's a balancing act. An authentic flow experience includes an autotelic emphasis, or when one is focused solely on the activity itself, and not on how it will affect one's ego. In addition, Csikszentmihalyi listed several other factors in the October 09 Idea Fitness Journal. 
You must have clear goals in mind, decisiveness, concentration, a sense of control, an altered sense of time, immediate feedback, the merging of action and awareness, and a loss of self-consciousness. Authors Chris Peterson and Marty Seligman have completed groundbreaking research on authentic happiness. In fact, I did one of their surveys online on my strengths. It was really good. You can check them out online. They concluded that we experienced the highest levels of happiness during flow, but especially when the activity represents a purpose, a higher purpose that uses character strengths, such as courage, kindness, justice, gratitude, and wisdom. So that, of course, leads us to flow in the workplace, where many of us spend half our waking hours. Flow is obtainable and should be sought after at work, but it won't be there if you are under a great deal of stress, which a lot of us are. Too much on your to-do list at work, and flow's not going to happen. So let's look at our downtime, if you can't get it at work. Of course, our downtime, hobbies, sports, our passions. And for kids, playtime, yes, even video games, of course, within limitations. Here are two things that do not produce flow. Are you ready? Eating and watching TV. Really? Oh, I guess a food or alcohol binge doesn't count towards flow. Huh, go figure. Let's dig in a little deeper now. Okay, think right now. When have you experienced flow or the zone? When was the last time you got so immersed in your activity that you forgot to eat? You didn't even feel hungry. You lost track of time. You felt exhilarated when you were done. You knew you were using your skills, but you didn't really think about it because you were doing something that helped you to feel connected and strong. Okay, yes, I have felt that way shopping. But if the spree ends in buyer's remorse, mm -mm, I don't think that counts. Maybe you are an amazing shopper. I'm not kidding. Of course there are professionals who do that for a living. Could be your flow, absolutely. What about when you're organizing, teaching, learning, managing, directing, etc., etc.? It's endless. What are your best skills? Not sure? Ask a good friend, a family member, or a colleague. Then use them and make a point to find flow in your life. I know that being on stage creates flow for me, but I also know that an acting job with a strict adherence to script does not create flow for me. I know that organizing and motivating, helping things or people to function more efficiently creates flow for me. I know that my iPod with some of my favorite music, a kick-ass hard workout, and about 45 minutes of scheduled time to complete it, that creates a powerful physical state of flow for me. Why so critical anyway this flow stuff, right? Getting in the zone? Beyond what I've already mentioned, how about just pure performance? When you're in flow, you're using your strong character traits and skills. You are bringing it to the table, my friends. You are contributing to our universe in some way, even if it just makes you a happier, more pleasant, loving individual, right? That's a good thing. What else? Chick Sent Me High's work discovered that boosting flow in our lives provides six distinct benefits. These are also listed in the IDEA article. Okay, here they are. More life engagement, more life satisfaction, better quality of life, more positive emotions, more resources, and more self-esteem. That sounds good to me. 
So go glow with flow, my dear friends. You have been given inherent strengths and skills for the betterment of our world. We owe it to each other to use them. Finding flow and the zone is the icing on the cake. So you know what I think? I think we can have our cake and eat it too. Next month, Holiday Survival Guide. It's starting November, part one. Back to the basics with critical yet fundamental reminders to help you train hard, to train smart, and to stay on target to prevent the holiday excess. Until then, you make good choices. You set appropriate boundaries. You spread some good vibrations in the world. And you find something to laugh about every day. And please, manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness. And get fit, stay healthy, asking you to do the same.